absolutely. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I am back. Mark is gone, but Jake is I'm, the only constant. I'm still here. <laughs> Just, the show Jake goes they on. Are, are the constants. They're here. They're the, you know, it's been crazy. This month, uh, we got lots of moving around. Uh, Monday, I will be bringing you the huddle from Jacksonville. I get to speak to a convention up there. So lots of moving parts, lots of good stuff. Good morning, uh, Jake. So much happening in the sports world last night. Holy it was uh, a great night in uh, South Florida for sports. It was a hockey night in South Florida. It was a basketball night in South Florida. They both won. Um, they look pretty good. Uh, the Panthers go to 4-0. and The Heat go to 1-0. and So uh, my favorite time of the year, we can stop worrying about the Dolphins. So did we have – we had all four sports going last night. You had football, you had hockey, you had basketball, and there was baseball last night? Yeah, I didn't watch a minute. I don't know anything and, that happened in baseball. Let me know. Yeah. I think I think the Dodgers won, correct? Um, so there was – yeah, Dodgers won. A little bit of history set. So Chris Taylor of the Dodgers hit three home runs. And Chris – and um, uh, what's his name? Pollock um, hit two home runs. So that's the first game that somebody hit three home runs and two home runs in the same game. Wow. And they forced a game seven. Am I correct? Uh, uh, game six. Game six. Back game in six. Gotcha. And it's three well, two Atlanta. About, oh, no, so three, three, three two Atlanta, three, right? Three, two Atlanta. That's the one thing about baseball is that every night there's could be a story, something that's never yeah. happened before. It's right. Crazy, crazy stuff. Um, we have an unbelievable show today. Thank you, Jake, for you know propping it up. I was jammed all day yesterday, but we've got food, we've got family, we've got fish. And I guess fish is part of food, but it'll be different here. And uh, it'll be all about finishing strong. But Quick shout out. Quick shout out, Debbie Hammer and Chris White. Thank you for the baby gifts. Appreciate it. How about that? Um, I, got to see, I got to see Debbie Hammer, Lindsay, uh, Casey, Lori Salarillo at yesterday's board meeting. Show me the board meeting. Ooh, whoop, wrong one. Where'd you go? There you are. Boom, boom. Shout out to uh, Jennifer Starkey and uh, Evan from TD Bank. Big fans of ours, big clients. Um, and so it was great to see them. Uh, Jennifer and I are working on a women's event for December. So I'm really excited. I got and you turned. I was going to say, and you turned the city pink. And you got to bring out the uh, the pink blazer, which I'm sure nobody it. else was, was wearing that. I there was nobody wearing pink. But I yeah. did uh, – Andrew Koenig is the incoming chair, and uh, so I obviously support him and support uh, Kim Swears, who I got to see yesterday. She's on the board. So we have a lot of excitement with the board. Lori does an amazing job of driving emotion and passion, and so lots of really good stuff. But before we go to uh, morning uh, uh, wake-up music, I want Shay to show us Baby Chanel. So baby, baby's all good. Ooh, look at that baby! Oh. She's hanging around. Doing look at the pup. Yeah, yeah. So that was actually last night. We put the uh, the uh, the little dock tot on the bed. You guys she's... have the best uh, headwear I've ever uh, seen on babies. By I mean, far, by far. I, I I think I've seen like six of them already. It's unreal. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, so if you know Danielle, Danielle has a costume and an outfit and a color coordinated something for everybody all the time. So great to see that baby growing. Is it my imagination or does that look exactly like Shay? Yeah, <laughs> it looks exactly. I don't know if that's a good thing. All right, let's hope it, you know, goes know. more to. 
unbelievable. There's one thing I do know. I was I was a cute kid back in like you know kindergarten and stuff. So. What happened? <laughs> I, yeah, I was not. I think my head is the same size it was when I was a baby. <laughs> so it's uh, that is so there, are, there are baby pictures of basketballs next to my head, and my head is the size of the basketball. Uh, so that has been a topic of making fun of me for my entire life. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so let's go to uh, wake me up music. Good morning, Jennifer Starkey, uh, Hudler for sure. Uh, thank you for your support. It was great seeing you yesterday in person, having a, a fun time. So um, after I left the board meeting yesterday, I had the chance to speak to a group called the Entrepreneurs Council. And uh, interestingly enough, my friend Yolanda started it what seems like 100 years ago. Uh, it was young entrepreneurs. They reached out to me. They said, hey, we want to have a group of people who can talk to each other, support NSU. I was in, obviously. And so it was great to come back to that group and act as a speaker, as an accomplished author, all of that kind of shit. So there was uh, other entrepreneurs. I saw some peers of mine I haven't seen in a while. Um, they reacted really well to the coffee business that we're getting into. So that was cool. Already have some opportunity there. But mostly it's about giving the kids, talking to the mm -hmm. kids. And an overriding theme that happened yesterday, this was just you can't really predict. At the end of my hour-long question and answer, it was a really nice interview, Yolanda went around and said to everybody, hey, in the chat, please put in what your number one takeaway was. And all of a sudden, bang, 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 hashtag FOE, hashtag FOE. So everybody zeroed in on this family thing right. you know and you know i think one of the things they admired the most is how i work with you and mark um shay show me what happened with sam yesterday you know we're legitimately driving initiatives all the time um and sam is what we call our consigliere he is giving us uh, you know guidance on the financial side we have built a great team um it was so much fun and so, you know, it's real. It means a lot. Your friends and your family and all of this mm. kind of stuff. And then last night, I got the opportunity to go to dinner with one of my best friends in the entire world. Uh, we, our families know each other. Jim Levine and his beautiful wife, uh, Melissa Kay Green. Uh, they were amazing. We were talking. And sure enough, she starts talking about family. So I'd love to bring her on and give her perspective. Good morning, my friend. Morning, Hudlers. So good to what see you. Two women guests on the huddle this week. We are <laughs> so Lori will not be mad at us. We are diversifying. Well, I could never dethrone Lori. She's right. she's the queen. I know. Never, never. <laughs> so I thought it was would be appropriate because of the conversation we had last night about your perspective as a huddler, um, your perspective of how I work with Mark and Jake. And it was just such a wonderful conversation. I didn't want to repeat it. 
It's great to have you on as a guest. Welcome. Tell us who you are and what our conversation was about. Thank last you, night. longtime listener, first time guest. Oh, <laughs> I, you know, I think it's such a unique thing to to be a parent and a father. I'm not, so let me just say that as a disclaimer. I've watched all my friends get married, have kids get divorced, go through all the trials with their kids. And I made a decision a long time ago, I would jump on that train with them, whether I had it in my life or not, or I would miss the boat with those friendships. So I have been to every possible kid experience and up and down with my friends. And I'm all in, as, as the Nudelbergs would say. Um, and one of the most interesting things about watching you, Steve, be a father, go through different stages in your life, and now be in business with your sons, um, is it's incredibly powerful because when you, you realize that everything we learn as human beings comes from that first pot, right? Everything we learn about safety, am I safe in this house or am I abused? Am I nourished? Am I loved? Do I have trust? Everything you, you learn in life, money, sex, food, affection, comes from your first experience with your family. And it's not till you're a little older that you go out into the world or you go to other friends' houses that you realize, oh, it's a little different in this house. We don't do that in my house, or they spend money differently, or dinner time is different somewhere else. So everything you learn about life, about the world, comes from that very first experience. So I think how children grow up, and for them to come back to the nest, and even want to be in business with a parent, is, is an incredible sort of additional layer, and such an homage to that parent to say, not only did you just raise me, and okay, you're a good parent, or maybe you weren't a good parent, or whatever it is, but I like you so much that I now want to be an adult with you. So what was striking was two, two things. Jim was sort of critiquing his fatherhood because he said he made some sacrifices. It was the grind, the struggle. And I said, regardless of what you did right or wrong, they were watching and they learned, and he has great kids. You know, our kids all get along. They learned the grind. They learned honor. They learned commitment. They learned hard work. And so they're all flourishing adults as I'm proud of my boys. And so, you know, it, the takeaway was so strong for me last night is that, you know, I think Jake will tell you, and Jake, you can jump in here. Most of Jake's friends don't want to hang with their parents. I don't know that any of them really truly want to, and especially not work with them or spend every waking moment with them. Um, but like you said, everybody's a little different. Everybody, how they got raised, what's important to them, family values. What was important to me is I knew my dad wasn't perfect. I knew he wasn't this. I knew he wasn't the, the textbook father on how I was going to raise you. But he was honest in everything that he taught me and the expectations. And that's all you ask for as a son, as an employee. That's my leader. Like your parent is your leader and you follow them until it's time for you to be the leader. And he consistently set expectations where there was no gray area of what to expect, what my behavior had to be, how I was supposed to carry myself, what were my values and how I was supposed to work. And so for that, I'm forever thankful, you know, that there was never any gray area where I had to guess or I didn't know his relationship or how he felt about me or anything like that. And so for my upbringing, I'm thankful for that. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because I think the single greatest thing you can teach a child, and Mark Nudelberg talks about this, is failure. 
Mm -hmm. The greatest thing you can teach a child is not that life will be perfect, not that your marriages will be perfect, not that you always have money or good health, but here's what we do. Here's how we roll when it gets bad. Here's how we do it. We pick ourselves up. We don't wallow or, you know, we, we, we figure out the next move, but we're all going to be okay. And I think that's the most powerful thing you can teach a child because life will not be perfect. And if you paint this perfect picture for your child, you're setting them up to really be disappointed and not have the right tools in life. Life is about, as Mark Nodelberg says, failure. It's about all our failures. And each failure where, where there's a kernel, there's a kernel in there, there's a nugget, there's a jewel, there's a pearl that you're, you're going to use and need later. And it's not a bad thing. It's kind of like, oh, okay, you, you wanted me to learn something here. Let me, let me stop. Let me pause. What was I supposed to get out of this failure? You know, they're understanding for me that there was no right or wrong. I just did everything I did with love and, you know, good intent. But I shared with them both at, at a certain time, hey, listen, you're in my life. I'm not in yours. So when I'm going to bring you, I'm going to teach you. And they went everywhere with me. And if people didn't like it, I said, all right, I'll leave. No, 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 no. Where are you going? No, no, stay. So, you know, I said, there's a certain way that you need to behave if you're going to be with me. You know, like I see kids going off the rails and I'm like, that was unacceptable to us. And look at the product, you know, and, and there, there was certainly not a straight line for me. I, you know, I had things in my life that I'm not proud of, but the end result was always respect, you know, and I think I gave them the respect to listen to them and, you know, and hear them, you know, and I, I have an article I'm going to show. Actually, why don't you, uh, Shay, why don't you show the article? This is seven years ago when uh, Weston Magazine uh, did a, a story on. Uh, oh, my <laughs> gosh. Uh, now, look, at, that was Jake's That's locker. Um, he had a picture of his brother in the, lo- in the locker. Wow. Mark was 28. He was coaching at Florida at the time. And there was Jake as the quarterback. And the lessons, the, the, the article shared life lessons. And it said, you know, both of my boys are a product of divorce. I try and manage my personal life as a single dad and ultimately lay out an example of do what I say, not as I do. I know I wasn't the greatest role model for them in that regard, but I've spoken to them at length. We spoke a lot ad nauseum. And so, uh, you know, this isn't, this isn't something I just flipped the switch. And so what, you know, the reason why I had you on, Melissa, was that our dialogue last night as great friends and sharing great was all about this. You know, it was crazy. And I think, and I think you do lead by example, though. I really, I think, I think showing your children how to fall down and get back up is huge. And then when you become an adult, they're more likely to go to you and say, hey, I'm struggling with this, or hey, how do I do that? Or I thought this was gonna be good and it's not turning out to, what, what do I do now? Because I think when you're afraid to admit failure in any part of your life, then you're trapped and you really are a prisoner. And I think when you do what you've done with your children, which is kind of live your life out there and allow them to go on that journey with you, like you said, they're in your life, you're not in theirs. And I think that's a great distinction to say, hey, I'm bringing you along for the ride with me. And it just makes them much more well, human my dad, my, my dad used to you know, basically tease me and he said, I brought you in this world and I'll take you out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now that you're here 
And I love this family Friday stuff. I love when we end. And, and I we, think it was Christian Castellano who said family, what was it? Friday family feels, or yeah. it was one of those. Which I, yeah, there it is. Hashtag that, hashtag FOE, family over everything. But now that you're here, we have um, a segment that we want to play with you if you're up for it. Now you're not All prepared. Right. So, you're not uh, prepared. So, Jake, what it was my. Is, so it is Fun Friday and it is Food Friday. Mark kind of coined Food Friday uh, with some of his posts over the last couple of weeks or months. Dad had this trivia about soup, um, and it will lead us to kind of a mindset talk about a test kitchen mindset. But before we do that, we weren't planning on having a guest. So since we have a guest, we are going to use you as the trivia person, and Dad will do the askings of the questions. And these are good. He did this to me the other night, and they're really entertaining. So I'm going to name a type of soup, and I and want we should to give, just we should give a little time for the audience, correct, to throw, to throw their answers in. Right. So I'll give a name of a soup. There's uh, eight of them, and tell me what country is the origin from. <gasps> oh my gosh! Well, that's some fun. Ready? Here we go. Number one, borscht. Should I say? Sure. You guess. What was Russia. it? Russia. Close. Good enough. Uh, Jake, does that count? No. <laughs> Ukraine. Ukraine. You got it. Russian roommate once. I just want to tell you. I love it. I love it. Okay. I had to throw out too many mouths. Number two. Number two. Miso. Uh, Japan. Japan. Two for two. Bang. Here we go, man. Uh, booyah base. <gasps> I'm either going to go with Russia or Poland. Okay. It would be France. You would oh, be wrong. So off. So off. So how about this? Tom Yum. Oh, that, that feels like Japan again, but I feel like you wouldn't have given me two Japans. So see, this is why I didn't do well in the SATs. <laughs> yeah, you got to slow it down Japan a little bit. Be wrong. People are participating. Oh, wait. Okay. Let's wait. Let's wait. So right. we're here's the thing. two already, right? This is the third one or the fourth one? This is number four. It's Tom Yum. And if you're saying uh, Japan to Tom Yum, you're wrong. It is not Tom Yum. So I know there might okay. be a little delay, but here's the deal. Tom Yum, what country? I think I know, but I'm going to wait. Okay, go. Korea? Nope. Thailand. See? Okay, here we go. This one's a great one. Goulash. Oh. Hungarian? Done! <laughs> Spang! Look at Bang. that! Wow. 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 Help me oh, on that. This one's great. Gumbo. Oh, that's that's New Orleans, where I'm from. United States, correct. Um, oh. P-H-O. Yeah, that's Vietnamese, I think. Wait, I shouldn't say so fast. Unbelievable, man. Look at her. Jake, she's crushing it. And the she's final one. Absolutely crushing it. And the final one, gazpacho. Um, if you don't know, if you don't know it, or if your guess is wrong, it'll go to the audience for some swag. Correct. Mexico. So we're, we're leaving this one. We're leaving Mexico. this one. Do not Mexico say Mexico is wrong. So Mexico's we will go wrong. to the audience, and the first one to answer this one will get some swag sent. Gazpacho. Let's see. We'll give it I love a minute. The delay. Yeah, the delay is serious. Yeah. So I keep it up to the. I, it's interesting. Bang. Christy Ruiz. 
Bang! Oh, <laughs> came in first, yeah. So it's just, some kind of Latin. So isn't that cool? Hold on. Italy, yeah. for all that. Hold on, Rudy. Rudy. So we'll go, Rudy. Rudy and and uh, and uh, Rudy. Rudy is actually. I will see Rudy on Monday in Jacksonville. So oh, Rudy, great was, to be here, brother. Great, great that you're here. Can't wait to see you on Monday. Uh, you'll see Jake and I. We get in Sunday night after spending some time with my dad, his grandfather. Um, so really, really fun stuff. Um, we could keep going on about all of this food stuff, but as someone who's in the business development space, Jim is an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. My boys are entrepreneurs. We're always looking for the big fish. Well, the big fish happened yesterday. Boom. Show me the big fish. Wow. So that is the largest catfish ever caught. Wow. So if you can and, and, and if it says so, if you can read it, it said it took him forty minutes to fight. Dad, have you ever been fishing? Is a, is a question. Um, I have been fishing. I've been deep sea fishing in Costa mm -hmm. Rica, which I loved. Uh -huh. um, you know, there was all guided though, and I was pulling something in. They brought it up, cut it up, and we ate it yeah. right there, which was yeah. amazing. The fun way of fishing. Right. I've gone on other boats where I was eating and drinking and then they stopped and started to drift fish. And I, I was one of those guys that uh, like, I'm not going to be good. Okay. You know, like, so I don't know if there's any, there's any tarpon fishers out there. Um, but I go on my friend's boat. He said, let's go tarpon fish. And we go out about five in the morning and tarpon fishing's like this ordeal. So, Ben, he's on, like, a little flats boat. We're riding, and he hooks one, and he goes, you got to drive the boat. I've never been on a boat in my life before this. Like, really, like – and I was like, what do you mean drive the boat? He's like, you got to move it as I do it. It's just the two of us out there. The dude falls in while trying to catch this fish. I am pure panicked. And he comes up laughing, and I was like, dude, I'm out. I'm a land guy. I stay on <laughs> land. I stay in my lane. <laughs> So um, I will close out today with our friend uh, Joseph Gonzalez, who's a big supporter of the huddle. We totally love having you here. We love your intent and your content. Um, but he posted something this morning about flow. So check him out on LinkedIn because Shay, show me only dead fish go with the flow, right? That means you're listening to other people. You're allowing other people to dictate your life. Wake up and create your own flow every single day. So we've got family, we've got food, we've got finish strong, and we've got flow, man. What a Friday. So, uh, Melissa, mwah, loved it. Can't wait to uh, dine with you and Jim again soon. It was an awesome night. Uh, shout out to our friends at um, Mateo's, because that was one great meal in, in Boca. They were packed. We ate outdoors. The season is back. And they were jamming and it was fun and they had music and all good stuff. So thank you all. I will see you Monday from Jacksonville. Mark will be back. We'll get in our own flow. But for now, I want to play some motivational music to take us to the weekend. Everyone's watching.